0: Movie Ticket
1: Radio Welcome to the Movie Ticket Radio Podcast, the companion to the streaming audio movie hits format, MovieTicketRadio.com. I'm your charming and delightful host, J.R. Russ and with me, Hall of Fame broadcaster John Records Landecker. And John, what are we gonna be talking about today? The holiday, but I, I'm not familiar with this one. Well, to tell you the truth, neither am I. Oh. But actually, uh, pretty big stars here. Cameron Diaz, Kate Winslet, Jude Law, and Jack Black. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, star-studded movie, but not necessarily a big movie. I guess, yeah, but maybe one to check out. Yeah, and and a bunch of songs. I mean, if nothing else, just for the soundtrack, we've got all kinds of stuff in here. It's a 2006 movie, by the way, and it opens up with the song 1988, which is written by Ennio Morricone, who wrote some of the Clint Eastwood stuff, and I think um, Night Drive also, but it's playing on a car radio just before the main characters of Iris and Miles first meet. Ah, uh-huh. So that's how you're introduced to the music in this movie. I see. And yeah. then, very big song from 1984, George Michael's... Last Christmas. Yep. Performed by Wham. Bam, thank you, ma'am. <laughs> and as Deadpool said, Wham! With an exclamation point. <laughs> yes, and they deserved it, too. Yep. And then, it may be winter outside. But in my heart, it's spring. Yeah, it's a 1966 song by Barry White and Paul Politi with the Love Unlimited Orchestra.
0: In 1966?
1: Yeah, that's like never just heard getting of it. started. No, but... Never heard of it. Something to listen for. Mm-hmm. And then James Taylor did a song in here, his version of Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, a song from 1944 written by Ralph Blaine and Hugh Martin. Now, the best of my love, The Eagles... No,
0: The Emotions.
1: Yep, Al McKay and Maurice White doing that hit from 1977. And yeah,
0: I'm the best of my life.
1: Oh, sorry. And then the classic from 1934, Winter Wonderland. Felix Bernard and Richard B. Smith wrote it, and our favorite sings it. Darlene Love. Great voice. She's awesome. I forget who she's with.
0: Who was she with? She was with whoever uh, Phil Spector told her to be with. Oh, true, yeah. Yeah, she was with The Crystals. <laughs> I forget who else. Yeah. Maybe Bobby Sox and the Blue Jeans or something. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Um, and then the Brenda Lee song. Rockin' Around That Christmas Tree. There's a song from 1958, written by Johnny Marks. You know, you write a song, a Christmas
0: song that becomes a hit. It's never going to go away.
1: Ever. It's, if you will, evergreen. Indeed. <laughs> but not evergreen by Barbara Streisand. And then uh, Mr. Brightside. The Killers. Brandon Flowers, Dave Kenning, Mark Stormer, and Vinnie Venucci, writer there. And then a great song by the Spinners from 1970. It's a shame. Oh, written by Stevie Wonder and Sarita yeah. White and Lee Garrett. Performed by the Spinners. Yeah. And then Are You Gonna Be My Girl. This is a rockin' tune by Jet. Really, I've never heard of it. The only one I'm oh. familiar with by Jet is Oh, Look What You've Done, which is a real kind of a slow ballad. And Are You Gonna Be My Girl is a great tune. Oh, yeah? Yeah. The Holiday Studio Orchestra is here. Hey, Google, play Are You Gonna Be My Girl by Jet. I found a few orchestras near you. Okay, Google, stop. Not you. The other one. <laughs> Forget it. I I got two of them in here, and one of them keeps answering, <laughs> and I don't want to. It's one is this, a tablet with Siri. And I don't know why now all of a sudden Google works on it. I don't, I don't know. Oh, uh, you got uh, me. And then Wade in the water by Ramsey Lewis. Yep. And I've never heard this version, but I've heard it by Herb Alpert and the T1. Oh Rams. no, it was a hit. Yeah. Wade in the water by Ramsey Lewis was a hit. Yes. Da, the Ramsey Lewis da, trio. Da, yeah. Da, 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 da. Okay. Good one. Yeah. And then fight of the Foo Birds. Wow. Count Basie of the orchestra, Neil Hefty, who did the Batman theme for the TV show, wrote it. Got to check that out. 1957. Mm, we'll check that out too. Here, maybe I can make it work now. Okay, Google, play Fight of the Foo Birds by Count Basie. Flight of the Foo Birds by Count Basie. Sure.
0: <laughs>
1: it sounds like the family guy. Swinging. <laughs> okay, Google, stop. That sounds like The Family Guy. <laughs> I, like, <laughs> I like it. All right. Probably would influence Seth MacFarlane. Could be. Hey, shout out, Seth. Yeah. And I said, fight of the Foo Birds." It's "Flight of the Foo Birds." That makes sense. Although, you've seen a couple of birds fighting over a worm, it could happen. By the way, when it comes to those worms, I understand the early bird gets it. Usually, that's yeah. the way it happens. Mm-hmm. Cheryl Lynn with a pretty good-sized hit from 1978, got to be real. David Foster. Oh, wow. David Patch and yeah. Cheryl Lynn co-writers on that. Got to be real. And then a pretty big hit from 74 by Al Green. Sha-la-la, make me happy. Yeah. Sha-la-la-la. Uh. Mm -hmm. and a song that I guess was first done by Marilyn Monroe, Santa Baby. By Marilyn Monroe? Isn't it, 1953? I thought it was Eartha Kitt. Very possible. Okay, I'll go with you on that one. But, of course, the biggest hit of recent times was Madonna, and this one's Kylie Minogue, whose big hit was The Locomotion. That's right. Joan Javits, Philip Springer. And Tony Springer, the writers. The Springer brothers working on Santa Baby. And then the theme from Chariots of Fire. Oh, what a great theme that is, too. Uh, Odd to be in there. Vangelis. Yes. 1981 theme. And then the traditional Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas from 1944, done by Ella Fitzgerald, written by Ralph Blaine and Hugh Martin. Mm. And, And then... Here's one movie saluting another. The Raiders March from 1981. John Williams from Raiders of the Lost Ark. Which is a perfect
0: Christmas song.
1: Oh, ideally. Uh, That's what I think of every time. Come on now. Because if you can't give the Ark of the Covenant to somebody on on the most sacred Christmas day, you know, what good are you? (laughs) And then finally, uh, I've got a Sam Cooke song done by Aretha Franklin. You send me. Honest You Do Honest you do. you do Honest You Do Yeah So those are the songs in The Holiday So for a 2006 movie Check it out Looks like it might be pretty good Once again our, our old pal Jack Black Who we like And Cameron Diaz And who else I mentioned I forget now But hey they're in there too Yep <laughs> Now the last one I'm going to start a fight here John I don't know if it's going to be with you Or with somebody Is Die Hard A Christmas movie
0: well, it's a movie that certainly happens during the Christmas season. Mm-hmm. But the plot doesn't have anything to do with Christmas.
1: No. So I suppose it's a matter of personal taste. Yeah. And there are also Christmas songs in the movie. Right. I don't think I've ever said, you know, I feel like getting into the holiday
0: spirit. I think I'm going to watch Die Hard. <laughs>
1: You're right. But this yeah. is why we talk about Christmas music in movies and there are traditional songs like the Spinner song that are in a Christmas movie and then there are songs. Oh, shut up. God, just okay, Google, stop. Siri. Stop not Siri, what's her name? Alexa, stop. God it's siri google and alexa <laughs> by the three wise boxes
0: some new singing group siri yeah. google and alexa went out on a walk one day
1: <laughs> siri and alexa came back <sighs> what happened to google <clears throat> i don't know murder she wrote oh,
0: indian mm. film and television actress known for her role no in Sia, upper Upperwali, and kusum
1: okay fine thank you <laughs> Then, like Die Hard, that's really not a Christmas movie, but it has Christmas songs in it. So it's very odd, and uh, it's it's that's why you hear Movie Ticket Radio, and you hear all these different kinds of songs. Right. If you have not checked out the stream, movieticketradio.com is where you hear it. And if you watch Die Hard, you're going to hear Christmas in Hollis. Not quite sure where Hollis is? No. Maybe it has something. It's Run DMC. Yeah, it's probably a neighborhood in uh, West uh, L.A. or something. Could be, yeah. Joseph Simmons, Daryl McDaniel's, and Jam Master Jay writers there. Mm-hmm. And by the way, what makes this song so special is there's a sample of backdoor Santa contained in it. Mine, mine, my, my. What's he been up to? Nah, huh?
0: they're coming in the back
1: door. I know. I what? The chimney wasn't good enough for you anymore? No, I even saw where a Santa was caught carrying a gun. So it's. Just, oh my gosh. What's the world coming to? Was that in Texas? <laughs> <laughs> probably or Florida and then skeletons written and performed by Stevie Wonder. I don't know that song. I've heard it. It was a, like a mid chart. They'd call it in the radio business on a top gotcha. 40. It made it up to like number 30, right? It's not real good. And okay. it's not really replayed, but probably you could go play it now on some radio station and people go, Oh, wow. That's a cool song. <laughs> we do have a wintry song, not really Christmas, but let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Let it snow. Written by Sammy Kahn and Julie Stein. They were a big songwriting duo in the forties and fifties, yeah. I guess. And Vaughn Monroe, a big voice singing guy, mm-hmm. uh, you know. He, and then it's also played in the movie. Or it's on the soundtrack, at least, by Michael Kamen. He plays it on the xylophone. Oh. Interesting, and then Bruce Willis whistles "Jingle Bells," <laughs> the James Pierpoint song. Yes, and you can't just have whistling in Die Hard; you got to have humming as well. <laughs> and Reginald Val Johnson hums "Let It Snow, Let It Snow, Let It Snow." Reginald Val Johnson sounds yep. like somebody from
0: Blazing Saddles. Good. Reginald Val Johnson beat uh, <laughs> meet. Uh, Howard
1: Johnson. Howard Johnson. (laughs) With his one flavor. (laughs) That's a great and so politically incorrect movie, but it's good. And and I don't know Van. (laughs) (laughs) Van Johnson. Yeah. Who was also a big movie star that you have to be of that generation to get the joke. Oh my gosh, yeah.
0: Did I ever tell you the best moment I've ever had interviewing anybody No, it was like the year 2000 and uh, so I was interviewing Carl Reiner and Mel Brooks the premise of the interview was that they were doing they had a CD out the 2000 year old man in the year 2000 and I asked uh, Mel Brooks can I talk about blazing saddles for a second he goes yeah I said you know the scene where the man is being hung and he's in a wheelchair And, uh, the line is, Oh, the Dr. Gillespie killings. And then it's never referred to again. I said, does that refer to Lionel Barrymore as Dr. Gillespie in the Dr. Kildare movies in the thirties and forties? And he goes, you know what? Every once in a while I run into a kindred spirit. No one, (laughs) no one has ever asked me that question. Wow. And it's absolutely, that's absolutely right. And I felt like, I had just been given the keys to the kingdom.
1: No kidding. Yeah. Well, I also have a little bit of Blazing Saddles cred. Yes. And that is, I had an interview with Frankie Lane (laughs) when I was working at this big band radio station. Oh, yeah. And, of course, he did all these big Western songs. Yes. And I said, well, what about the theme for Blazing Saddles? He says... You know, Mel Brooks ran into me someplace in L.A., and he asked me if I'd do this movie, and I said, ah, you know, I don't know. Uh, I just, I'm really busy. I got the schedule going. I don't know if I'm going to have time to do it or something. So, you know, you know think about it. Well, yeah, I just, I'll send the music over. You check it out. And he said, after that, I had enough time, so I, got, I was in the studio, and I had the lyrics there. So we went ahead and we did the song. And it's got the whip cracking, and it. it's just like mm-hmm. traditional Western, because that's what Mel Brooks said. Yeah, it's a Western. It's a Western. So that's I had that big feeling in there. So I'm over in Italy shooting a movie about a year later, and the movie finally comes out. So, oh, Blazing Saddles, I'm going to go see it. And I went in there, and I saw what that movie was, and I thought, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> It's probably the best song, probably the most... um, Probably the most iconic song that he's done.
0: The theme from Blazing Saddles is just awesome.
1: Yeah, and just the way it opens the movie with the Old West out there. It just looks like it's going to be a real dyed-in-the-wool Western, and who knew what it was going to be after that. Exactly. And another sidebar with a my... I'm probably, what, two degrees away from Mel Brooks, and that is... When I was in Maryland, I was actually doing radio station research at this company called Arbitron, which has now been bought by Nielsen. Most people have heard of the Nielsen ratings. And we used to do the audits of the diaries that people would write down what radio station they listened to. And there was a guy working with me, and his he was a young guy, and his name was George Geip. His father co-wrote The Man with Two Brains and Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid wow. with Mel Brooks. And he told a story of how he was probably seven or eight years old, and he was at Mel Brooks' house, and Marty Feldman and Harvey Corman and Madeline Kahn, they were all there. And I said, what was it like? Did you understand what was going on? And he said, no, but I knew that they were laughing a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so this one's wow. out to you, George. And his father passed away at a pretty young age. In fact, while he was working on Deadman don't wear plaid. So prayers for George guype Sr. and for George mm-hmm. guype Jr. Shout out to you, buddy. Indeed. And did we do Winter Wonderland? Written by Felix Bernard and Richard B. Smith as Dick mm-hmm. Smith. That just appears in the movie. They don't credit that one, nor I guess the, the temperature changed. It got warmer because there's also singing in the rain. Huh? Arthur Freed and Nacio Herb Brown, the writers there. Again, no credits for the singers, but there you go. Your, mo- your songs in the movie Die Hard. Christmas movie or not, let us know what you think. Movie ticket Radio at right. gmail.com. Check out MovieTicketRadio.com. Like, share this podcast, let people know you like it. And I think we get back on track, if not next week, after the new year at least. John. Okay, yeah. And I think we promised The Martian last time. You mean the Martian personally or the movie? Both. Right. So that's going to be something to stay tuned for to see if, if a Martian actually appears. That would be wonderful. <laughs> Maybe a Martian will call your radio show. You never know. Yep. It's possible. Our signal does get out. So uh, once again, thank you very much for listening. Have a Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy well, Hanukkah Hanukkah's over. But hey, marry whatever you celebrate. Just Indeed. Have, have fun. Be safe. Wear a mask. Get vaccinated for Pete's sake. Stop starting no a kidding. fight. And, really. you know, let's get all this over with and get things back to somewhere normal next year. Okay? Amen to that. All right. I'm J.R. Russ. I'm John Landecker. Bye. Bye-bye. Talk to you next year. <laughs> the old jokes are the best, aren't they, John? <laughs> what do you want for Christmas, little boy?
0: How about a nice uh, football? Oh, no. Okay, what was I doing? Christmas. Wake up, stupid. Wake up. No. <laughs> no, no, I want an official red-eyed so you want to get my, my rifle. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Movie ticket radio.